It's not uncommon. It's something they do, and they've been busted for doing it before. Are we at one of those moments in history in which there is the necessity for a new world order? There's a need for a new world order, but it has different characteristics in different parts of the world. Welcome to Lisa Haven News. Hi, everyone. Lisa Haven here with Justice Night, and you are listening to Red Alert Radio, uh, my latest in podcast. So on today's discussion, we're going to talk about Agenda 21, which has been renamed Agenda 2030. Why was it renamed? Well, because they want all of their devious plans initiated and implanted by the year 2030, which means in a little under 12 years, they want to dramatically change the lifestyle of every human being on planet Earth. Uh, What do you say about that, Justice? Well, where do we start? They want to shrink everything. They want us to stop breathing. Oh, they want our cars gone. They want us to be in smaller homes. Basically, they like to put us in like the in, in these little matchbox cars. I think that'd be perfect, right? Because then we can kill emissions. The cows would have to stop, you know, pooping because everything that's working against the climate, according to all these reports, we're all doomed. We're all doomed. Everybody's doomed. Yeah. If you guys watched my report earlier today, as well as the justices, we both kind of touched on this topic. But the IPCC, a United Nations uh, organization, is now coming out and saying that within or a little over a decade, by the year 2020, 2030, coincidentally, uh, then that the whole world is going to be doomed because of, well, global warming and climate change. 1.5 degrees. Yeah. That's it. 1.5 degrees. Hmm. Yeah, we're all doomed. That's never happened in the past, has it? Not It's really. never gotten colder. Or hotter. Or hotter. No. That, that couldn't just be changes in nah, climate, right? No. Like, oh, oh, oh. What would God and Mother Nature have to do with anything? It's just, it's all us. We're creating everything. Because we're obviously going to, well, oh, there's so many angles you could take at this. But at the end of the day, it's a propaganda marketing piece like none other ever created. And why? Well, multiple reasons. One, it's kind of painted green because guess what? When you have global warming, it makes somebody a lot of money. It does. That, that's, I, and I've said this uh, lots on my channel. Uh, Justice and you listeners out there are well aware, but it's all about a money change and a ploy to usher in the new world order. And I sound like a broken record when I say these things, but Agenda 21 at the very core is about... Uh, un, quote unquote unifying the world, not through a unification of trade, you know, because you have to be unified in order to trade with other countries and to calm down war, but a unification of a new world order, which means United Nations, who nobody picks, who nobody elects, these bureaucratic people are the ones in charge of it all. So what do they do? They create a problem. The problem, well, the earth is dying and humans are the problem. Humans are causing it because they breathe in oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide, which is quote unquote heating up the planet, according to them, Mm -hmm. which in all reality, carbon dioxide does not heat the planet. Uh, elementary in that very elementary lesson you learn in school doesn't heat what heats the planet well uh the sun right so they concoct this lie from the get-go say, blame it on co2 blame it on so many other things other than what it really is it's just patterns of and cycles of the sun right now we're in a solar minimum well scientists know that and so do agenda 21 proponents so what do they do they spike up fear within all the hearts of the people call it fear mongering in their words this is exactly 
exactly what they're doing. They're panicking fear among the people to get them to accept Agenda 21. They know we're in a solar minimum. Mm -hmm. Every solar minimum, there are uh, more hurricanes, uh, more extreme weather, and this is just consistent every 11 years. Well, we're in that cycle. And so they take advantage of the, quote, ignorance of the public that's not listening to channels like this, and they blame it on a false narrative of Agenda 2030. Because they want globalization and they want to you to believe in that the deplorable and despicable part, a, a report just came out that we also covered, which was the fourth national climate assessment that comes out every four years. And why I said despicable is this report in particular, they've now taken it not only to, well, the laughable, which is our, our nation's infrastructure is falling apart. And you look at that, it's like, okay, so, you know, the pyramids never eroded. And Rome, anybody who's been to Rome, those have never degraded. And all the buildings from decades ago are still standing perfectly. No, things erode. It's what happens when it rains and it gets cold and it gets hot. Things erode. There's nothing you can do. So, of course, our infrastructure is falling apart. But, you know, the more infrastructure failure you have, the more rebuilding you have, the more taxes you need to pay. But going beyond that, the, the part that really kind of cut the deepest is um, both Lisa and I are not proponents of this divide that the globalists are trying to do. They're trying to pit money against no money, race against race. And it's it's deplorable because even in the climate assessment, you read it like I did, almost every chapter, they actually say that a flood and a hurricane and a tornado and fire affects the poor more than it would the rich. Not just the poor. Don't forget, it also said minorities. Minorities. <laughs> so when that fire jumps, it's only going to jump to minority households. It's going to skip the white uh, privileged. White, white. I guess it's going to skip white, rich people. It's... I, it just, I can't and I wish speak. we were making this up, but I encourage you guys if you if you look online, uh, Google Fourth or no no Duck Duck Go because I'm I yes, hate Google. Don't Google. Uh, but go to Fourth National Climate Assessment and you could do document. It's on NCA2018.globalchange.gov. That's the actual link. But in this assessment, if you read just the summary, okay, it's a thousand pages. You don't have to read the whole thing. You can read the summary, and the summary is about fifteen to twenty pages long. But he it says exactly what Justin was talking about like i was literally on my jaws on the floor thinking how <laughs> is it that 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 they're attempting to say that extreme climate change because they're calling it climate change instead of global warming and cooling yep. now affects people number one their wallet and it affects their wallet by and i'm quoting economic uh what was it the economic gap oh. and i'm like that's the same thing the economic back and e- economic you know, turmoil, it, it was like, a, it was like the stupid. sentence it's, meant nothing. Yeah, so it tells me that, or it tells me that there's definitely an agenda underway. And when you tell me that a hurricane and a wildfire and, uh, you know, a tornadoes can skip a poor, uh, can skip a rich house and only hit a poor neighborhood, then you've really got issues. And you're really telling me that you're definitely pushing an agenda because there's no way 
that those particular climates and disasters only hit one nationality or one people group. Well, according to reports, they, like, you know, storms are not racist. <laughs> you know, Democratic Party, they're yeah. not racist. They don't have any slant. They're going to hit any and everyone. Doesn't matter if you got a rich house or a poor house. Doesn't matter if you're black or white. Nope. It's going to hit who is going to hit, and nobody's going to fix that. Now, now, I'm going to quote, just so you get a sense, and I'm going to rip through this a little bit. We're just going to read number one, just so you know where this is coming from. It's laughable. Number one is communities. And it says climate change creates new risks and exasperates existing vulnerabilities in communities across the United States, presenting growing challenges to human health and safety, quality of life and the rate of economic growth. And we're going to jump right down into it. Are you ready? It actually says it goes into infrastructure, stressed ecosystems and economic inequality. Here comes the marketing words. Impacts within and across regions will not be distributed equally. People who are already vulnerable, including lower income and other marginalized communities, have lower capacity to prepare for and cope with extreme weather and climate. Wow. I, I'd love for, for everybody in California whose house is just burned to the ground, who many of which, not all of which, had the means and resources to fight anything. They're very, they're very, and they're they were well million dollar homes. They're million, million dollar homes. And guess and- what? They burned to the ground just like one. It, it, and again, it, it's just so angering to me that the more we read these agendas and how they're, they're trying to create this, this divide in America. And that's, if we have to speak back against anything, everybody has to realize that the vast majority of America will hold hands against this globalist agendas if we remind the vast majority of America that we're in this fight together. Rip down these articles, point out the discrepancies, point out the marketing, point out the, the fire and brimstone, as I said in my report, and they're going to paint the whole picture report black, and there's fire brewing in the background, and everything's horrible, and all the talking heads come out, and everything's atrocious, and just read through the agenda points. Don't, and unfortunately, nowadays, you have to just skip past what they want. If they put it in bold, ignore it. Because, again, it's marketing. They're going to try to draw your eyes. So what do they do? They do community and economy and health. All the buzzwords, right? Because this is going to decimate the economy. Does it actually decimate the economy? Because somebody has to rebuild these homes. And in any infrastructure rebuild, if we didn't have our road improvements continually going on, what would happen with all the road construction workers? And why are we so concerned about automation? And why are we so concerned about artificial intelligence taking away our transport drivers' jobs? Because they support our infrastructure. So suddenly this report's going to say all that's, all that's false. They actually speak out of both sides of their mouth. When you read through it, you're going you're, you're gonna to laugh because they talk about drought and flooding almost within the same sentence because they can't even make up their mind anymore. It's like, we got to get the agenda out there as quick as possible. For Soros calls us and yells at us. And, you know, we got to make sure we get this. I'm sorry, I had to drop his name. You know, that we won't even go there today on this because we have Soros. We have Soros in Facebook, which is hilarious. Um, but there's so much going on. This, And you've talked about this for years. Yeah. I mean, the truth is, the bottom line of this entire thing is it's an agenda. And now I'm seeing a lot of these uh, uh, things playing out, and I see how laughable it is that 
basically the democratic narrative has found its way into the United Nations narrative, which let me, let me track that backwards. Cause actually it's the United Nations globalist narrative that has found its way in the democratic party, every mindset, every mentality. So I've read through agenda 2030 and agenda 21, the sustainable development goals. Some of the goals that are included in there are microchipping every person on the planet. However, right now it's not via microchipping. They just want to give a card or a national ID. It doesn't or say in what ID. form or shape, right? This is the the problem with real ID. They started real ID. It's going to be not only a, a state ID. Now we have a national ID. The next one will be a global ID, not just a passport, but some kind of global ID. But they want the ability mm-hmm. to track and follow And Agenda 21 has that as part of their agenda. And not only that, but all of Agenda 21 talks about, uh, you know, women, children, uh, and and all these things. Basically, decreasing the population is a very big part of that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is pushed through breakdown of the family. That's one way. Uh, Another way in which they could put that is, is encouraging women to go into the workplace. So they're not inspired or encouraged to have kids. Another way which they push it and, and suggest is people driving smaller cars, downsizing homes, downsizing elevators, things that if you go into another country, I've been to Bulgaria, I've been to Mexico, I've been to uh, Italy and Rome and uh, parts of Italy, and all of which are downsized, very small, uh, stack and pack homes. This is also why we have television shows on the rise, like My Tiny House. Uh, I think that's the name of it, but it's a a whole series about living in tiny homes, and they act like it's a million-dollar home. And I want to... You know, I came up from a very poor area, Mm -hmm. and I know that that's not true. And I know they're feeding lies to the American public. And then to read documents like the NCA2018globalchange.gov that you're referencing, uh, Justice, and to read the level that they go to to say that weather discriminates, it is beyond laughable. Because now they're not only saying weather discriminates and we need to do something about it, but everybody who supports Trump discriminates, everybody who supports nationalism discriminates. So they've literally taken, they've just taken things way too, way too far. far. Well, you, you've taken now, and we kind of took two different approaches at this. And, and my approach was when you read through the report, not only about the dissection of, of two income levels, but also, if you live in a rural area, if you live on the oceans, if you live anywhere where I can't control you, you're going to need to move quick because the the impacts of this horrible weather is going to hit you the hardest. So, you know, I joked around during my broadcast, but not really joking. Seriously, come on into my big cities. And you know this. You know they're designing the mega cities. If you ever want to see what's going to happen, uh, and Lisa just brought up the, the real ID, and we could just trace that through because I bring everything back to China because I study China closely because they're the ones whose influence and whose structure socioeconomically and government is starting to dictate the world populace because there's so many leaders, uh, I don't even want to call them leaders at this point, dictators, whatever you want to call them, who are following that model. And I, there are multiple reports this week. One came out, very pre- prominent businesswoman in China, um, suddenly sees her picture up on a billboard disgracing her because she jaywalked. One problem with that, she didn't jaywalk. Her picture was on a bus that drove by the camera. It put it up across the entire community she lived in. 
disgracing her. And that's what happens when you start to strip identity away. And China starts to implement these IDs and facial recognition softwares. Venezuela president, they go out to him, they teach him how to use the real ID. Guess what? He loves it. He loves it. Because he can assure now that the people who support him are the only ones who get paid on that card. Well, that's the thing. That's ultimately the end game of Agenda 2030, is they want a China-like regime mm-hmm. and style. And we could go on for hours about the credit score that they got there, because I think Ooh. it's important. But yes. something, I, I mean, I, I want to take it back to where we originally were. I mean, here's the thing. Since God created the earth, there's climate change. Day one, you're born, there's climate change. That's what it's called, changes in climate. That's normal. That's part of, of life. But the way that our politics is set up is just horrible with that term. It gets hotter, they call it climate change. It gets cooler, they call it climate change. It uh, does nothing, they still call it climate change. It's like calling Chicken Little, you know, like, hey, I'm screaming Chicken Little with climate change. But in the end, you can now say everything is climate change, and no matter what happens, it's all climate change. So we put these government bureaucrats in charge of emissions, and there's no way to have a definitive science on something so foolish as climate change. You just can't. And then you can have scientists say, now you can have scientists who are actually climate change deniers or global warming and, and, and global cooling and, and, and deniers, right? They don't believe in the sham of global warming and cooling. Now they are forced to say, well, I admit in climate change because climate change just means climate changes. But now that they've merged the two, no scientist can literally say that climate change doesn't exist because it does. And so they've literally looped it, convoluted the whole thing, and screwed over the planet in this false narrative, even though their idea of climate change, what they're saying, isn't true. It is nowhere near. It's all part of agenda, a money scheme, changing money hands to go more of the global green agenda and more of the democratic socialist style Mm -hmm. new world order agenda. How do you get the world to bow down to, to you? You create a problem. Then you create the solution to the problem. There's a name for that, and I'm blanking, but that's exactly what they've done with Agenda 21, and the whole world is in awe. Well, you take it, and, and I guess the other the avenue I didn't take on on the report, and because it's a it's a hard discussion to do in a small amount of time, is in all actuality when you're trying and you're dealing and you're building these communist, socialist, globalist regimes. They love their megacities. They like their tight populations. But yet this climate report makes it appear as if the climate change is actually going to impact the less fortunate. Well, the less fortunate are already where they want them. And you you can't miss that in these reports because the ones who will actually be under attack, if you notice it happens on the coastlines, it's happening where the more fortunate would be able to afford real estate. They're going to be driven back into the population centers because I think this is quite the contrary. They build this race riot card continually when in actuality, normally it's kind of like the old magician because that's how most of these guys who wrote this and women who wrote these were trained. Whenever you have an agenda topic or marketing, you got to show everybody one hand, but in actuality you're working the exact opposite, the polar opposite, because anything that you do you review while you read this article is going to drive everybody back into the population centers. So who's actually under attack? They don't want the rich to think they're under attack because that could go terribly sideways for everybody because financially they can support the change in regime. They can support 
the right candidates. And because if that rising minority goes against and starts to read these reports for what they actually are, and what they actually are is disgusting. Because you'll even see on one particular side, it says populations including adults, older adults, children, low-income communities, and communities of color are disproportionately affected by and less resilient to the health impacts of climate change. And, and you know, they'll stop at nothing to push this agenda. I want to uh, kind of sidetrack, but, but give an example You're going to sidetrack? I've never seen you sidetrack. <laughs> well, here's, here's what I want to say. Everybody knows I did a report on the wildfires in California. Oof. And I overlaid a lap uh, of Agenda 21 showing that they didn't want anybody to live in this particular area. It just so happened to line up perfectly where all the fires happened. And also happened to line up perfectly with exactly where they stopped all the fire uh, breaks and all the fire where you burn a section uh, of the forest. What is that? Uh, controlled burn. Yeah, controlled mm-hmm. burn, blanking at the moment. But where they stopped all the control burns in California, same area that automatically, obviously, caught a blaze because there's no uh, nothing to stop a fire, no uh, fire control nope. burns, no fire, uh, you know, breaks or anything like that. All in the same area that the fires broke out, evidently. And in addition to that, I did not mention this on my broadcast, but I will mention it now. Uh, the plan for the California High Speed Railway it's right on top of it. is right on top of it. <laughs> so uh, this railway just so happens to be exactly where all the houses burned. Mm-hmm. And just so happens to be part of Agenda 2030, which just so happens to also be on America2050.org, a website that pushes a new world order agenda in addition to the uh, Agenda 2030. And what they do is is America2050.org is a site that encourages people into megacities. They want to divide America into 11 megacities, get everybody out of the role and push them into these megacities. So does the United Nations. It's all for control. Mm-hmm. And, and, and coincidentally, this high rail started from America 2050. That's where the ideas came from in conjunction with the United Nations. And bang, this rail is already up and starting. What cities does it go between? Does it say on there what cities those Well, where all trans- the fires were, it goes straight through there. And what's it starting and stopping? I'm very curious. And again, we work through some of this while we're talking, just like I you guys would too. Um, but I guarantee you that one's going to start and stop in the mega cities. I'm actually very concerned because Lisa kind of opened my eyes. To that, that I know rail. it's in L.A., no, uh, San Ferdinand, I think, uh-huh. and so it goes right. It, it depends in L.A. Yes, of course it does. Because if and again, if you go back in history, because history repeats itself, um, the Nazi army also used trains, unfortunately. Um, and where did those deadpan into? What cities? What are we looking at in a long term future? And it's what you always have to look at, at thirty thousand feet. And look down and see what's being designed. If they want people in megacities, they're going to have to make it very easy to get there. And right now, how do you do that? And all of a sudden, this train line goes into effect. And we're going to study it a little bit further because there's a lot of train projects going in. There's a lot of different angles to look at this at. Um, huge amount of information. Even down to they actually attacked for the first time I've ever seen the government in a long time attack even almost they don't say it directly, but they're talking about Native Americans because they're saying tribal lands because they're complaining in this report that those tribal nations have a way to self-sustain themselves. 
but they're going to be impacted horribly. And that's why there were so many flags in this report. And uh, it just when you read it, your, your, the hair on the back of your neck went up. It, you just got so nervous seeing this firsthand and reading it point after point. They don't even try to hide it anymore. They don't care because we have this, this, this silent mentality in America that more people need to stand up and take notice and read these reports. Because if you read the comments underneath, you're not you're just not catching what what so many of you catch when you read these articles. And that's why we got to continue to open the eyes. How can you attack now the tribal nations for being able to sustain themselves? They were doing it long before we got here, but now it's, it's bad because they're going to get hit the hardest. And if you're going to get hit the hardest, we're going to help you. Don't worry. What did they say once again? Kind of come into our big cities because you're going to have to relocate because it's going to be that bad. Folks, I can't tell you enough. When you read this report, you're going to see exactly what Lisa and I saw because they they don't even shroud it anymore. They don't gray mm-hmm. it. They don't even use different terms. It is in your face. Here's what we're going to do. And nobody's saying anything to do anything about it. The president came out. President Trump came out and said, don't worry about the report too much. It's not probably as economically devastating as they want you to think it is. Because how much is, and again, we go back and forth on a lot, but how much are his hands tied because of how much of this is already in progress? Right. You can only do so much from from the top. I mean, you've got three branches of government actually more now when you take in the deep state, mm-hmm. the CIA, the FBI, the DHS. I mean, there's there's lots. Yes. And so all these powers fight against one another to have the ultimate power trip, but... In the end, you also have the United Nations, the global order, who's pulling a majority of strings within and without because they're handing out their money to certain organizations to get certain things accomplished. They're lobbying, a lot of lobbying within, a lot of money handling happening within the different groups and organizations. I think so. I mean, it tells us our agriculture, we can't even keep up with it. So if we don't, you know, play nice, nice with all these other nations, then we're just going to run out of food. So it's a great globalist point, too, isn't it? No, they control the food. The thing is, there's plenty of food for people on the earth. Oh, not a But when you have China, like you mentioned earlier, who kicks the farmers off their land, takes the land for its own gain, and then limits the food for the population. Same thing here that they're attempting to do. What happens? Monsanto moves next to a farmer, an organic farmer, and gets his seeds to... Basically, you're going to have cross-pollination within those seeds. They're going to hit each other's farms. And so all of a sudden, Monsanto seeds falls in an organic farmer seed. Well, this is by design and by perp on a purpose. And then Monsanto goes and basically sues his neighbor because he's got some of his seeds in his field. So this is taking a lot of the farmers who are organic and uh, they are being uh, taken off their land and then taken over by stupid, gross organizations like Monsanto. And this is what happens on a day-to-day basis here. So you're wondering why organic food's up. That's one of the many reasons. Mm-hmm. You're wondering why uh, they're pushing Monsanto. Well, because it's a lot less healthier and it accomplishes the Agenda 2030 depopulation agenda. They lie and say we're overpopulated. That isn't true. It's that they want to control the amount of food that is dispersed uh, and, and what you do and what you say. And so that's that's why uh, you know uh, us being headed in the Chinese direction, I think, is very clear. I watched uh, a video today about there, I think there's 
over 11 million people who can't ride on planes and buses because of their credit score. And if I was in China, I'd probably have one of the worst credit scores and I'd be proud of it and (laughs) just do everything under the radar because I can't give in to the regime. And then I had, there was a reporter who went downtown and were asking people, what do you feel about the credit score? And all of them, there wasn't one who didn't said, oh, we like it. It's good. Oh, it makes you trustworthy. You know why they all said that? Because they get deducted on their credit score (laughs) for talking negative against you. The credit score. Shocker. There's no way. So it's uh, that bad. It really is that bad. So, I mean, we're everybody knows and we know that we're being driven back. We're being driven by this, this monstrosity of a global agenda that's now supported by social media that allows the agenda points and the talking points to get out faster and further and more consistently than ever. And why is it different now? It's always, they've always talked about stuff like this. Well, it's different now because they have the vehicles to spread disinformation at a pace that has never been equaled. It's why we focus and I focus particularly on Google and Facebook and Twitter because they are the modern day purveyors of misinformation to a point that our youth are completely blinded by the propaganda. They don't want to spend the time to jump in articles like this and read the fine points. They're not being trained to interpret what this information means. They are going to be sheep to this agenda when they grow up if they don't and we don't start and continue to educate them as to how to take these articles and slow down and rip it down. What, uh, you know, it's, there's, there's so many different angles and we, I know we're getting very close on time here. There are. And you know, um, just keep in prayer over the country. That would be where, where I would start with yes. that. But uh, I also want to encourage you guys uh, in closing here, uh, make sure you check out our websites, you know, subscribe to the podcast, Red Alert. Hopefully you already are. If, if, if you're not, uh, encourage others to check it out. We're, we're branching out here. I'm, I'm branching out with Justice on this podcast. When he can come on, I'll bring him in. Uh, but it's just a way to break off from the norm and get and have other ways to reach people who are listening. Mm-hmm. So the more that we can reach, the more that we can wake up, the better. So please share. Uh, these links and information with your loved ones. And uh, if you want to check Justice Night out, you can. It's justicenight.com. Justicenight.com, yes. J-U-S-T-U-S-A-K-N-I-G-H-T.com. And then you guys know where I'm at, lisahaven.news. Uh, uh, so you can check that out also. Anyhow, thanks again. This was Red Alert Radio, and I was Lisa Haven, and that's... Justice Night. Signing out.